The Sydney World Pride 2023 is starting soon and this year with a very special program, the First Nations Gathering Space, Mahari Badung Boot Boot. One of the performances also is Chase, a unique combination of experimental theatre and art house cinema. And I'm joined by two Indigenous artists, dancer and choreographer Kali Shepard and writer-director and performer Kamara Bellwikes. The Lilitha Reviews describe them as pure geniuses and two of the most exciting talents that we currently have in Australian theatre. And they are joining us on NITV Radio. Kali and Kamara, thank you and welcome to NITV Radio. Thank you so much. Thanks. Can I please ask you if you can tell us a little bit more about yourselves? My name is Carly Shepherd, and I am descended from the Tagalaga people of North Queensland. Um, and I grew up in Nam, Melbourne. And I am a, yeah, I'm trained in dance and I'm sort of an experimental theatrical performer and artist. Yeah. And I work across various disciplines. My name is Kamara Bellwikes. I'm a Yagara Bachelor woman from southeast Queensland, living and working down here in Nam and Kulin country. I just like to call myself a theatre maker to cover all of the yeah, roles that yeah. we do. Um, and Carly and I uh, have our own theatre collective called A Daylight Connection. Mm. Thank you so much. And now, who is Chase? Chase. Chase is. <laughs> Good question. Um, <laughs> Chase is a character that I came up with. Years ago, it was probably around 2012, 2011, 2012, um, and I, it was just a party trick sort of in the backyard. I would just put on this sort of bogan character and um, she she sort of started developing through these like stupid things that I would like put on performances for my friends and like they would um, ask her questions and she'd answer. And so this character started getting developed and I realised that she was a really great tool to use as a performative way of exploring the sort of um, complex intersections of race and class uh, for blackfellas and, and stereotypes as well um, in Australia. So that's how Chase kind of began. And it's comedy. It's definitely comedy. Like she's, it's sort of satire and, and dark humour. And um, I really can use her in this way of um, tackling and exploring really taboo subjects over the years and um, making people laugh and it very very much has been spoken about as like you know Chase is kind of like a reflection or a mirror a way for a way for us to kind of look at ourselves and not just black followers I would say yeah, uh, all lovely. all of Australia and in fact the world and yeah. <laughs> she's kind of one of the many people that have fallen through the cracks and I mean a bit of a train wreck in yes. but you know it's like the kind of thing that you can't look away from mm -hmm. and that she absolutely can say things and do things that um are absolutely repelling but also completely endearing and disarming and that is yeah as Carly said a, a real reflection of the, the the society I suppose yes. in all the different ways that it merges and I, I think the thing that I really what excited me about Chase and I think it's quite a rare thing to see particularly in theatre in Australia is a character 
develop and take on new experiences and actually evolve and that their positionality and their perspectives on their experience and identity kind of change. Mm. And, you know, like I, I think there's a genius about Chase that she's completely unaware of as well, which is also why she is such a kind of effective, powerful, um, as Carly said, vehicle for really, really taking things too far is what we like to do. We like yeah. to take things way too far. Yes, and yeah. but make sure that it's always anchored, and that's that's what yeah. Chase is really great at. We can go into the cosmos of uncomfortability, but still be anchored um, on the ground and in a, a really safe way. And so, 100%. and that's that is, I think, what Kamara and I. That's sort of our our MO as far as how we work together creatively across all of the works that we're making is that ability to push as far as we can while um, maintaining its anchorage in, like, safety. Mm. So, um, and and respect. Yeah. So that's Chase. That's Chase. <laughs> and so Chase, um, this iteration of Chase, so as I said, I've, like, kind of worked on her over the years and, like Kamara said, she's had, she's kind of living a parallel life to me. It's a really strange thing. Mm just to have this sort of character that I can, you know, inhabit and, you know, when I get a new opportunity to sort of come up with a new work for her or a new space for her to exist in and perform that, she she evolves into that new space um, and into that new story. And so that's something that's quite interesting and, uh, and compelling for me as an artist to do and to be able to um, collaborate with Kamara on this is just like the dream because I'm able to, I don't know, there's just a synergy in how we're able to bring these ideas to life and talk about things. So this time around with Chase, it's less about um, the Australian context of colonialism and assimilation and identity politics. Identity politics. Yeah. Um, and it's more about um, the emergency or like, um, yeah, like extinction events and like our looming... And it's, it's, it's an existential crisis, yes, essentially. Yes, uh, also, a complete psychological breakdown that happens on stage, but at the same time, uh, a complete transformation yes. and almost resurrection. Yes. And Chase is representing the collective. She's the last woman person on earth, and she's holding the party to end the world. And she's just kind of sorting through the rubble of Western capitalism and the last 200 years. And we've only really taken our current position in the world yeah. maybe 20 years yeah. further. Like, we, yeah. you know, we, and we haven't pushed it forth. But the great thing about it is the show's heaps of fun. It's really, really heavy but really, really stupid. Yeah. It's about like so this um, kind of extreme isolation and loneliness while being completely inundated with information. It's kind of about processing. Which, which came from the lockdowns, wasn't it? Yes, like we really, yes, that, the lockdowns had a massive effect on us. Processing and, mortality, collective mortality yeah. and, and Chase is sort of representational of how we create meaning. Mm. and how we create ritual and how we create, yeah, the stories that we have told ourselves over time that mm. tell us who we are and why we are. 100%. And, how, and she's processing all of that and trying to merge and transmute it transmuting yeah. all of those she's stories. alone she's alone she's alone yeah. and she's having a party yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you pretty much answered a lot of my questions right. but uh in the program descriptions it says meet chase and you might see yourself yeah in what way do you mean that well in in a multiple ways so mostly that that's what chase does just in general it's what she's always done she's 
put a mirror up, as we said before. In this in this particular iteration, it's the the fact of the fear, the unspoken fear of our own extinction, <laughs> an existential crisis of of humanity on our planet at the moment. And so it's it's kind of looking at these things and staring at ourselves. And in a more micro way, I would say that what we really do in the work is that we kind of really exploit pop culture tropes yep. and modern society tropes as well as yep. psychological um, mind states and the human condition that we know exists today because mm. of the state of the world but we really break them down into a funny kind of way as I would say the greats of like Monty Python yes. and yeah. have done before yeah. and so really our fodder is the human condition of modern society and so yeah. you can't come and watch this show without it seeming super familiar yes. but also something that you've never experienced before yes. because this show makes you feel things and most of our audiences walked out in Melbourne going what the hell was that like yeah. and crying and laughing yeah. and that they and not being able to describe the show but describe the feelings that they had yeah. and and that's the tr- thing that we're trying to do with theater and that's what the live performance form is yeah. for it's to feel something and and that's like kind of one of our main agendas as well yes. as well as just breaking form pushing narrative, having heaps of fun and doing it really, really well. We're all about the craft. That's our MO. And so we just tell everyone, like, it's a hell of a ride. Come see it. You will not regret it. Yes. Um, Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Like, it's my favourite show ever. I'll say that, like, (laughs) wholeheartedly. And, you know, a lot of people have said that to us. It's It's, like. It's funny. It's like. Yeah, it's a great show. For all of the heavy, heavy, like, um, themes themes in it, it's like you kind of don't really stop laughing. I mean, well, yeah, until I, you're crying. Until you're, until you're crying. <laughs> yeah. And they happen quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Cool. That sounds amazing. And-, and and the other element to just add on to it is the AV is another element that mm-hmm. Carly was like, I want to do a use AV. And it was the first time that we'd kind of really deeply collaborated together. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Because, you know, Chase was kind of my first show outside of a, community or prison context and so I haven't really worked with tech before but I was like yeah hell yeah let's do it and we didn't even have a show at this point Carly and I made the show we wrote the script in three days like and we just we channeled source like and it was actually one of the most amazing experiences I've ever been involved with and then four weeks later we had a show Carly had COVID for a week in between it (laughs) but my I guess my point is that um I can't remember what my point was. Um, what was I AV, saying? AV. Oh, the AV. We had a, we brought in a, two amazing artists to do the AV, mm-hmm. and even without Carly on stage, who by the way gives one of the most phenomenal performances, she's out there for seventy minutes on her own, playing multiple characters, and just like it's incredible to watch, and it's a real ceremony. The performance itself. Um, but the AV, it just brings this other element that without Carly, you could literally just watch the AV and still be like you were, yeah, you're in an like installation a, yeah. piece because the yeah. set is really epic. It's the show is like it's a pretty um, yes. overstimulus kind of yes. deal. Like it's yes. a lot, but it's also really great. And yeah. I think the best way I can describe it is the crazier shit gets, the more sense it makes. Yeah, that's, that is exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> like life. Uh, my question was, who is this performance for? But listening to you, I am probably going to ask, who is it not for? 
Um, oh, that's a very good question. Um, oh, I think, well, th- actually I've spoken to a few people about this. You know, it's, you know, some people will, some people just, just didn't, it didn't go with their thing because they are more into um, sort of traditional theatre and some people were just thought that they, they didn't understand it. They'd never experienced anything like it, but they were like, we want, I want more of this. So it's sort of the kind of thing where you don't know until you see it and we've sort of made it for everyone. We, we yeah. made it for everyone, but we made it for mob, like, and we made it for we made it for humans. you. Know, no, you know what I made it for? I made it for myself, to be honest. Yeah. Like, and I will say though that surprisingly, because I sort of thought the same. Like, in fact, people keep telling us, "Oh, this is a niche." type of form oh it's too much this is not people haven't seen this type of work before and that's why we're doing it because we're trying to push everything like I said before but we took it up to Aubrey Wodonga and their their predominant audience is like old white people old rich white people yeah and they came and saw the show just because they go to every show and you know what they were one of the most incredible audiences sobbing and because they get it, they get the existential crisis, and so. And then we've had other mob like Blackfellas that just like they still. We see them; they quote the lines of the show more than we do, yes. and we're like, "All right, enough! That's you're, true. Kill, you're killing it." Yeah, they, they quote. <laughs> we have made a monster. Like whenever we see Blackfellas, have seen the show, they quote the show back to us constantly. Which is, yeah, great. We've <laughs> got to get some shirts made up. <laughs> yes, we do. There are a lot of one-liners and catchphrases in yeah. this show. It's cool. Amazing. How did you two actually meet and decided to work on this show? When did we meet? Uh, I So Carly and I both part of obviously the, the Melbourne um, kind of theatre arts sector, but I was around kind of before Carly was here and then I took off up to the Northern Territory. When I came back, I was like, oh, who's this Carly Shepherd? <laughs> and then... Um, she acted in one of a, a show that I wrote for Bidgeri Theatre called Northwest of Nowhere. Um, and as soon as I saw her, and Carly had only danced, like had been doing... I studied at NASDA. So while yeah. Kamara was kind of down here, I was up at NASDA. And then I came back to Frankston to have a baby. And um, then I went back to study again. So I spent a lot of time studying dance and trying to figure out what my sort of practice would be. Or, you know, I was a little baby trying to be an artist and... And then, yeah, like a couple of years later. Northwest of Nowhere was like your first acting gig though, right? It was my first acting gig. Yeah, and it was the first time I saw Carly on the floor and it was just in a rehearsal and I was like, whoa. And then, I, you know, we've been getting to know each other over the last few years, but I've always, then I saw Carly perform Chase Crack, uh, crackers and crackers dip. and dip with Chase and Toey. Yeah, so was, which was an earlier iteration of yeah. Chase, and I was yeah, like, "Wow!" House. Like, I want to get. I didn't even say I want to get in the room with Carly. I said I want to get in the room with Chase. <laughs> That's what I said to her after the show. But in order to get in the room with Chase, she had to be in the room with me. So, <laughs> but the other thing is, we also do have a family connection from up Queensland way. We are both Murrays, and you know, we haven't quite worked out the specifics of the connections. And there's a few different connections that we've got through the fishes and stuff, but we. We decided that a daylight connection was the best yes. name for our theatre collective. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually like we're mob as yes. well. We're related. Yeah. Um, but she's one of the most talented, incredible artists that I've ever come across. Oh. And we also we just we vibe. Yeah, together. we do. Like yeah. we we fucking and this is oh, sorry for swearing. This is like <laughs> this is just it's a dream because we both are obsessed with each other's work mm. and with how each other works. Yeah, and we just love 
watching each other's process. We love being a part of each other's process. It's it's um and we we make better work like together. we make better work together, yeah, you know, which cool. is pretty rare. And yeah. that there's no there's no ego and like what you said, Carly. The day the pro we d we never say no to each other. Yeah, we don't say no to so each other. So that's how we end up yeah. out on the cliff. Yeah, because yeah. no one says no. <laughs> <laughs> but in, in good ways, good yeah. ways, in yeah. all the right ways. I love it. And this performance is part of the Sydney World Pride. What does this mean to you? Well, this like I'm um, a part of the queer community, and Chase has always been sort of. She's sexually a, ambiguous well yeah she's she's um well i guess gender ambiguous like yeah. she's never really like i've always called her she but she's uh she's sort of a an anything mm. um she's always kind of been you haven't been able to profile her yeah. in so many ways um and like sexually profile her and um, racially racially gender she sort of is is very amorphous and nebulous in that way which is like extremely queer and um mm. so i feel like she really really fits as as a a queer spokesperson who is like you know a very problematic queer spokesperson but she is that's that's what she is in a strange roundabout way um so and yeah. i think the thing you know pride and the whole queer community is about pushing the boundaries and pushing the form and taking things beyond where they've been together and yeah you know, just the colours and the vibrancy and the psychedelics and the visceralness yes. of what I think this festival is going to be like. Chase This production of Chase is right yeah. up that alley as yeah. well. So, But it's also just so epic. Like I think we're so excited to be part of such a huge yes. monumental thing yes. and to be there with all the mob at Carriage Works and big shout-out to Ben Gratz and, yes. you know, all Eric the team. Yeah, 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 100%. Yes. Like, and we just want to, like, come kick it with all the crew in Sydney, man. Yeah, we're excited. With 6.30 every night there, Carriage Works will be there and then we'll be dancing in the foyer afterwards. Yes. That'll be the real show. Yes. <laughs> sure of it. Sure of it. And what, what, what's next? So Chase will be in Carriage Works from February 26th to 28th. And what then? Oh, uh, yeah, we got a bunch of stuff going on. So we're doing a work in Yurimboy Festival down here in Nam in May called The Nighttime Travesty. That's going to be a big Spiegel tent show mm. that's going to go off. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have singular projects we've both had before we created a collective that we're roping sort of into the collective and we'll be working on them throughout the year. And one of them includes, well, there's our singular ones and then the one that we're making together um is uh, for, for Urine Boy specifically, is called A Nighttime Travesty. Yeah. And then watch this space. We're going to come out with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, we're really making moves over the next couple of years. So it's exciting. It's exciting. It sounds very exciting. Well, Carly and Kamara, thank you so much for taking your time and talking to us on NITV Radio. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you.